In today's show, we're looking ahead to Saturday in the NBA where there are three games on. God may have mercy on our souls. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball, on TikTok at redrock underscore b-ball, and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Okay, two days, two days to go. We're making it through to the end. This is the second last regular season show of the season. Thank you to everyone who's been a part of this. I know a lot of you aren't still here listening. And to those fallen soldiers, I'll see you when you hopefully come back next week and listen. We'll see. We've got plenty of shows still happening uh, after this week, but this is the second last regular season show. We're on Saturday. There are three days on. It is going to be a disaster. Again, I cannot stress to you enough that you should not be playing fantasy at this point of the season. It is as imperative as anything when setting up a league. And I've told you this for four years, and this is why it's going to get crazy. There are three games on. So what we're going to look at is someone said, hey, can you do a show focused on Roto? Well, this is basically for Roto and head-to-head. It's, we're, in this, we're in the end game. It's the same thing now. So what we're looking at is each individual category plus two points league situations. Who are some guys we can add for those categories? Because that's what we're doing. We're just trying to add guys for specific categories and trying to take into consideration who I think um, is going to be in or who I think is going to be out. And that's the tough thing. The games start early tomorrow. Like really, what the, f- really early tomorrow. There's two times for tomorrow's games and they are at 3.30 Eastern and 4 Eastern. What? Why? What? That, why is that so early? Anyway, that's insane. So we've got that happening. Um, in terms of... The, well, let's, before I go through the individual streaming things, the first game is Denver and Utah. So the Nuggets are listing KCP, Aaron Gordon, Jokic, Murray, and Porter as questionable for rest. There is no reason to list, list them as questionable unless they are going to sit. They do... Every team that plays on Saturday also plays Sunday. Remember that, because every single team plays Sunday. The Nuggets are locked in. They rested these guys last game. I would... I am predicting that Gordon, Jokic, Murray, Porter, and KCP do not play. I'm predicting that Bruce Brown plays on Saturday, but not on Sunday. And the same with Jeff Green. I think he plays Saturday and not Sunday. But of course, I don't know. And maybe all of these starters all play. But I'm giving you projections based on the absence of Gordon, Murray, Porter, Jokic, Caldwell Pope. The Jazz. Lowry Markkinen is out. So that that's we thought he was basically done. We thought he might have a cameo game somewhere. He's done. Colin Sexton's out again for rest. Now, maybe they're sitting him on the first game of a back-to-back, but they sat him last game, which was nothing to do with a back-to-back. So I feel good about saying he's not going to play, but we know that he's out on Saturday. And Taylor Horton-Tucker is out on Saturday as well. So I'm going to say he's done for the year. So I'll say Clarkson, Gay, Horton-Tucker, Market, and Sexton are all out. The Blazers and the Clippers. Grant, Little, Nurkic, Reddish, Johnson, Simon, Slybel, Lillard aren't playing. The Clippers will want to win because that'll lock them in to, I think, five if they win. So they lock in if they win. So I think the Clippers will be fine in terms of playing t- players. And what that will mean to me is that Shaden Sharp will play. 
I think he will play. I think he sat last game so they could lose to the Spurs, and they will have no problem with playing him here because they're going to lose anyway. So I think Sharp will return. That's probably the only real question mark there. Oh, actually, that's not true. I think Thibault's out, and I think Reddish is out, I don't, and I think Little's out. They haven't been officially ruled out, but they're coming up with fake injuries for Thibault. Knee fusion. All right, sure. They're coming up with fake injuries so we can get Jonathan Williams and Justin Manea in there. So I don't think those guys are playing. And the last game is Minnesota and the Spurs. The Wolves want to keep winning, so I don't think there's too much worry there. Although, they are listing Carl Anthony Towns as questionable with a calf. That's one to watch. The Spurs, Sohan and Vassell, get them out of here. And I think that they'll play Keldon Johnson, uh, who's listed questionable. I think he'll play and then sit Sunday. And the same goes with Zach Collins. I think he'll play Saturday and sit Sunday. But anything can happen with the Spurs. Doug McDermott is out. I think he might play Sunday, but he's out Saturday. Uh, but again, who knows what goes on. Devontae Graham is out as well, so he'll probably play Sunday. There's going to be shenanigans for sure. I think a lot of the Spurs shenanigans will happen Sunday, or more of them will happen Sunday versus on Saturday. But that could all go tits up really quickly. So now you've got the lay of the land where things sit. Of course, we could wake up before tomorrow's games and see that everything has changed and the Nuggets are starting everyone and the Clippers are resting everyone. We don't know. But I would expect the Clippers to rest everyone tomorrow. So I expect, oh, not tomorrow, Sunday. I expect Sunday to get a lot of Xavier Moon, a lot of BJ Boston, a lot of Amir Coffee, the Farmers Union. I think you're going to get a lot of that stuff on Sunday for the Clippers, not necessarily today. So let's talk about it. Let's go into Yahoo Points Leagues. Warning, I'm sorry for making you wait. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's look at some Yahoo Points League stream options, all available in over 40% of leagues. Number one has to be Chris Dunn. Has to be. No Horton Tucker, no Markinen, no Clarkson, no Sexton. Has to be Chris Dunn. Got to be rostered absolutely everywhere. I think Zach Collins, and this is iffy, because I don't know whether he's going to play. He was awesome last game. I don't know that he's going to play or not. I think he will. And I think he is worth grabbing. I'm fairly confident Drew Eubanks is going to play. And he is, again, putting up huge numbers. And he's still available. Go and add him. And this guy's name is going to come up a lot. And that is the complete indication of where we are in the NBA season. Luka Sharmanich, who was bad when he played for the Spurs. Pretty bad when he played for the Knicks. Honestly, I don't think he's been very good playing for the Jazz. But he's going to play 30 plus minutes because all these guys are out. So Luka Sharmanich is an option for us. Yeah. I think Reggie Jackson's an option because that is under my belief that Jamal Murray will sit. So Reggie Jackson's an option. Yudoka as a BUK, you could throw Damian Jones in there. They're sort of splitting minutes, but he's an option for us with Walker Kessler done. I think we do have to look at old mate, Jonathan Williams. Yeah, Jonathan Williams Jr. And Kata Bates-Diop actually been one of the most consistent players over the last couple of weeks. I think he probably plays both games and he's been pretty good. Both of those, all those guys are absolute stream options, which again is so stupid where we are um, here in the season. Let's go to ESPN leagues. All these guys are available in 30% plus of leagues. Chris Dunn, Zach Collins, Drew Eubanks, we talked about them already. Um, Jaden McDaniels is still widely available on ESPN leagues. And I think he plays. And I think he plays quite a bit. I think he's a good ad. Shaden Sharp, still available on ESPN leagues, some of them. If he was dropped after yesterday, go back and add him. I think he plays. I think Norman Powell's going to be pretty useful for the Clippers. I think Reggie Jackson's in that mix. And then, again, you're going to hear his name a lot. Old mate, Luka Sharmanich. Yeah, he is a solid option. It's so disgusting, but I think he's a solid option. Today's episode is brought to you by the all-new 2023 Nissan Aria. Coincidentally, the most electric player of the week is also brought to you by the all-new all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Who is the best player in points leagues over the last week? Well, it's actually Pascal Siakam. 
He's averaging 56 fantasy points. I'm not going to include Giannis in there because he only played two games. But Siakam's averaging 56 points. 29 and 11, five assists, two steals. For some reason, they're starting him in another game today. He had a bit of a dip about three weeks ago, but now at the moment, we're getting this um, power that he provides playing center or power forward. The elegance of his game and the elegance of the numbers that he puts up for your fantasy team are all there exactly like the 2023 Nissan Aria. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at nissanusa.com. Okay, let's go into points leagues. Uh, sorry, category league streaming. Head-to-head, roto, whatever it is. We're streaming in for the points category. Good luck. We're going to go Norman Powell. It was really good last game. Um, I think he's going to have a pretty sizable role again. And I think that, you know, he's, that's, if you can't rely on Norman Powell to score, then you don't rely upon him for anything else. Chris Dunn is going to get plenty of opportunities. There are, we don't get this often, but there are lots of 20-point upside players for Saturday. Powell, easily. Dunn, 30-point upside. Reggie Jackson, easy 20-point upside. Eric Gordon, maybe not 20, but probably 15 to 16. O'Shea Abaji, yeah, easily 25-point upside with everyone out. Now, he might not get there at all because he's not very good, but he could. Malachi Branham, we might shoot 8% or he might shoot 70%. He's very inconsistent. He shot 8% last game, so let's hope we get a turnaround from him. Kevin Knox, they've been sort of keeping holding him back a little bit because somehow he's too good. I don't know how that's happening, but Kevin Knox can score a bit. And then, old mate again, Luka Sharmanich, who's on this list. And this is a name that is just available everywhere. I wouldn't say that he's unbelievably premium and he's going to kill it. He had eight points last game. He's not great, but there is opportunity. And opportunity means a lot when there's only six teams playing, only three games on. Three-pointers. I am going to go with old mate Oshaya Baji because, again, if he doesn't do that, what else are you doing? Reggie Jackson, Norman Powell, Eric Gordon, some very obvious three-point streamers here. I think Nico Batum. I think Batum probably sits Sunday, plays Saturday, but that could be wrong, so don't, don't rely upon that 100% exclusively. I think Simone Fontecchio, who's been pretty poor with his shooting this season, I think he is worth a look. Kevin Knox, yeah. Look, if they actually, this is, I, I hold, hold on to everything. This is me saying something legitimately, not taking the piss. If they actually let Kevin Knox play 34 minutes a night here, he might have a 25 and 10 game with four threes, five assists, and two steals. He's not a very good NBA player. He was a complete bust as a pick, and that was an obvious one that I saw coming. Don't get him all right. Got that one right. But he can actually put up numbers. He's better than Jonathan Williams and Justin Manea. I know that much. So let's see what they do with him. And then the other one is Branham, who, yeah, can hit three or four threes, but might also hit zero because his shooting can be relatively inconsistent. Rebounds. I'm going to go with John Dwayne Jordan. He looked pretty good against the Suns, but this is, of course, highly dependent on whether Jokic plays. I don't think he will. I don't think there's any need for him to play. The bloke's dealing with a calf injury. You don't need to play him for a game that doesn't matter. Let's get DeAndre Jordan out there. Yudoka Azubuike, a little bit of risk in streaming him in as well. Not that Kessler's coming back, but they might go with Jones. But I think Yudoka is going to start. Uh, Drew Eubanks, probably the safest one there. And look at that again. Old mate, Luka Sharmanich. I think the cockroach, Mason Plumley, he doesn't have the upside of a Eubanks or Azubuike or even a Jordan. Because I think he's going to stick at 20 minutes. Although, I think Zubats sits on Sunday and Plumley plays 30. Think, unless they fully sit him and start like um, uh, Diabete or something at center. I think Mason could be an interesting guy. Sundra Mamakilashvili, that number could really rise if Collins sits. He's not on the injury report, so he, I think he's all right. Jonathan Williams, 
He's not a scorer, but he can be a rebounder and can get some defensive stats, but he's in here for rebounds. And Peyton Watson, <clears throat> again, my assumption the Nuggets sit there starting five. Peyton Watson was bad in shooting last game, but five or six rebounds shouldn't be too much of a challenge for Peyton to get. For assists, Chris Dunn, again, very um, probably absolutely the best ad that you can find, I think, that's out there. Reggie Jackson and Ish Smith in Denver, the assumption that Jokic and Murray are out and the other starters. Skylar Mays, who's now available on Yahoo. Still has to clear waivers. Does he clear waivers in time for Saturday's game? I don't even know because that's how ridiculous it is that he wasn't. I don't know why he wouldn't be in the system. He literally played like last season. He was a rookie last season. So why did he get absolutely asked out of the roster database after one year? Anyway, Skylar Mays, LSU legend, is worth a look. He was a guy that I had a little bit of faith in as a draft, second-round draft prospect, but hey, he's looking all right here. Eric Gordon, no, not a bad assist guy. It does get pretty rough after this, though. We've got Terrence Mann, Jonathan Williams. The other one to watch is old mate Blake Wesley, who has been horribly inefficient, but he can easily get six assists in 20 minutes. He's done that a couple of times. And it, when we're looking for assists, which again, it's if you're not getting Reggie, uh, sorry, Chris Dunn here, maybe a little bit of Skylar Mays. If you're not getting those guys, it's really hard to influence assists. And Blake can get a couple of them. It, he can. Steals. These ones are always easier to get off the wire. We know this. Chris Dunn, awesome. Christian Brown, Again, it is the assumption that he starts and plays 30 minutes. Three steals could come. Oh, I love my big my big fella, Big Shaq. Big Shaq. Yeah, this is a five-steal upside player. Love what he can do fantasy-wise. And then we get a little bit iffy. Reggie Jackson, maybe. Bob Covington, does he even play? I, I don't know. Because last game, they sort of took him out of the rotation. But if they do sit guys or manipulate things, he could play and be interesting. Jonathan Williams is a three-steal upside player. Lucas Sharmanich is a two-steal guy. And Nico Batum probably... Oh, Nico can have a five-steal game. He probably won't. But like he's got that upside to bring in steals. But there are quite a few steals, guys. Especially Dunn and Shaq Harris. I think both those guys are Bulls legends to get, the, uh, to get some steal numbers up there. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are mercifully almost here. Can't wait. It's going to be so good. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, and it's super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line, point scorers, three-pointers drained, um, game totals, whatever. It is all there. There's going to be some crazy odds, I'm guessing, for the games tomorrow. Actually, we don't even have those up yet. We're looking at some of the late games on Friday. The Suns are 12.5-point underdogs against the Lakers because they're sitting everybody. Yeah, that's where we're at. The Warriors are 9.5-point favorites against the Kings on the road because the Kings are like, nah, we're not going to play anybody. That is, it was very risky to, to bet stuff at this point of the year. Playoffs is when it's really going to get exciting, though. Fangel also lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fangel.com slash locked on. That's fangel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fangel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And don't forget to gamble responsibly. Let's stream in some blocks now. I think Drew Eubanks has got to be the number one on this list. He had five yesterday. He's a great option. Yudoka as a BUK. DeAndre Jordan, as a Buke, is a little bit more solid because we know that he's going to start or we're fairly confident he's going to start. Jordan maybe plays zero minutes, but probably starts with Jokic likely out. Damian Jones, like as a Buke, we don't know the minutes. How about the, uh, the Zebra, though? Johnny Butler. He was doing everything last game. Assists, steals, blocks, threes. He's a very interesting player. He's skinny as shit, but he... If yeah, if they do, as I expect, rule out Reddish and Thibel and Little, Butler's not a bad stream. Bob Covington, if he plays, maybe. 
Uh, Lucas Sharmanich is a block guy. And then old mate Don Barlow. If Zach Collins is out, Barlow might push to 30 minutes and be very interesting there. For field goal percentage, a lot of the similar names that we've seen before, DeAndre Jordan, Drew Eubanks, uh, Azabuke, Mason Plumley, the Cockroach, Damian Jones, Trenton Watford, although they seem to be keeping him in like the 20-minute range, which limits his impact. Zeke Naji, maybe, maybe. And Terrence Mann as a guard-eligible player, although I still think they'll keep him to like 20 minutes, which does limit some of his upside. And then lastly, we look at free throw percentage. Norman Powell, Reggie Jackson, Skylar Mays. Vlatko Chanchar is a very good free throw shooter, so he could be a 90%, 100% guy if he gets minutes if all those starters are out. Eric Gordon, Torian Prince, Bones Highland. Yeah. And Kata Bates-Diop. Good luck. Good luck to everybody still playing fantasy. Good luck in your rotor leagues. Good luck in your points leagues. Good luck in your head-to-head category leagues. Good luck streaming because tomorrow is going to be wild. And I'm going to do a show like showing you who I think is going to be valuable, but there's going to be stuff that changes basically every 30 minutes or every hour leading up into Sunday's 15 games. And you're going to have a full lineup of players and half of them aren't going to be available. That is just what the reality is likely to be, seeing how things are. And basically every seed is locked up. So be aware of that. Follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Sehr.